When I hear the word hysterectomy, I always get a lump in my throat. My reaction has always been the same, even before this point in my life where I know about it firsthand. I immediately go to the thought that it's the point of no return for a woman, they will never have children again. And it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it or make it sound any better, or easier than it is because that would not be fair to women who have had to have the procedure. It is about so much more than just an operation to take a woman's uterus. I would like to tell you about my experience, in the hope that it may educate people or provide comfort to other women who can relate. It started right back in my teens, when I was experiencing periods quite early on. I remember always having quite painful periods and they would be heavy to the point I would need to change my clothes two or three times a day. My mum noticed and took me to the doctor, who put me on the contraceptive pill in the hopes of relieving my symptoms. It did for a while, but then it went from bad to worse and I lived like this every month all through my teenage years, right up until I was 26, when finally things became too painful to withstand so I went to the GP. The doctor listened to my seemingly never-ending list of symptoms, painful ovulation, irregular periods, painful cramps, heavy periods just to name a few. I was referred to a gynecologist and eventually had a laparoscopy as endometriosis was suspected. The results of that surgery showed no endometriosis, but to my surprise it had shown severe adhesions throughout my abdominal cavity, my womb and abdominal wall were very much stuck together by the adhesions, which was the reason for all my pain and heavy bleeding. My gynecologist said it was a total mess, not what I wanted to hear as you can imagine. Fast forward to my follow-up appointment, the choice had to be made, either to have ablation of the adhesions, which could work but there's a high chance of the adhesions growing back worse than before. Or the other choice was a hysterectomy, because of how my womb was stuck together with my abdominal wall and because of my monthly symptoms this would be the best option. My gynecologist spent so much time talking to me and helping me to make the right choice for me. I know that not everyone is fortunate to have that, so please make sure that if you aren't sure, ask and get advice. I must admit, walking out of his office I was in shock, I just kept thinking I am 27 and I am going to have my womb taken away it was a big blow even though I knew it was the right decision. Fast forward to the day of my surgery. I had to have six vitamin drinks over a 12-hour period before the surgery, then I got up early at 6 a.m., had a bath and got my things ready. Then I prayed to God. I cried my eyes out, I had been told that my surgery was going to be more high-risk and more complicated because of the severe adhesions, so I knew what was potentially going to happen, and I was scared. My only thoughts were to pray, and it calmed me after a good cry too. It's so important to just let it out. I have learned that a lot over the past few weeks into my recovery too, never be afraid to show your vulnerability and emotions. We are women who have just gone through something so profound, we need to be easier on ourselves. I got to the hospital at 11 a.m. and went to theater at 2 p.m. I was given a spinal anesthesia as well as a general anesthetic. I was surprisingly calm, after weeks of anxiety and procrastination. I remember waking up and it took me so long to become more alert, I was so drowsy, but thankfully no pain. I ate as soon as I could and drank too, I also got out of bed the next day as soon as the catheter was taken out. I can honestly say that was the best feeling and the worst feeling, getting up and feeling like your insides might fall out of your vagina. But then also being able to get up and walk, be independent, go to the toilet, try to, and most of all. Passing wind? That was horrible, the feeling of trapped wind whilst being constipated and the wind is only building more because you can't release it, fabulous. No. 
I went home two days later and I am currently around three weeks post-op at time of writing this, so still very much taking it easy but can walk around the house, make myself a drink, go up and down the stairs, another non-strenuous activity. Pelvic floor exercises are a must at this point. The NHS drum it into you like drill sergeants before you come home so you can try to avoid a prolapse. I can see why, so I do mine three times a day. The mental and emotional side of recovery is a lot more of a strain than the physical. For me, my surgery was something necessary so that I could live my life without pain and bleeding for weeks at a time every month. It would give me a greater quality of life. It certainly wasn't a choice made lightly, and I do feel a sense of loss for the uterus I no longer have. It housed my two children and nurtured them until they were born. I am very lucky to have children I know, as some women in my same position are not able to start a family. But that doesn't mean I am not still grieving on some level. I must admit I have had a couple of moments here and there, times I have been on my own in the house when I have just cried. I put it down to my hormones being on crazy mode right now but I cry because I am saying goodbye to that chapter of my life, my fertile self. My childbearing self. Now I have to accept this new version of myself and move forward. Look into the mirror and learn to recognize this new version of me. You have been listening to the AWARE podcast. Come back soon for another episode.